Welcome to another episode of King Truth Podcast. This is your host, King Truth. I'm coming to you today. We're going to talk about a couple things that are in the news. Um, Yesterday, Paul Manafort, the campaign manager for our illustrious president, was sentenced. And I'm not happy with his sentence. Um, He committed a crime. Uh, The crime was tax fraud and bank fraud and he pretty much got a slap on the hand uh, listening to other attorneys that have talked on television they said that the maximum penalty for that was 25 years he got 47 months and then this takes me back to an episode that I had done um that I was going to do on the criminal justice system. And I'm just going to lump that into this one. I've kind of been under the weather here lately, but I'm back at it. So with his sentence of 47 months for tax fraud and bank fraud, pretty much highlights um, how different our criminal justice system is when it handles or deals with other groups of people. And we have been arguing this for a good while now uh, inside the black community because we feel that we don't get the same shake that other people get if we commit the same crime. And what I mean by that is For instance, if a person commits, let's say a black person commits tax fraud and bank fraud, then they're not getting 47 months like this rich white guy did. And that's pretty much what it is. It's the fact that he's rich, he's got money, and he's a white guy who worked for Trump who the judge was a Republican who sounded as if he was a Trump supporter, gave him 47 months. So let's look at some disparities in this case compared to other cases. For instance, there was a homeless black man. His name was Fate Vincent uh, Winslow. Fate Vincent Winslow. He was homeless. He, he, yeah, he has a criminal past. They were nonviolent crimes. And because of that, he became homeless. So on this particular day, he needed $5 to get him something to eat. And a undercover officer approached him to see if he knew anybody that was selling marijuana. And, of course, he he obliged, and he told the officer that it would be a $5 delivery charge. Again, he just needed $5 to eat. He goes, gets the weed. Total cost of the transaction was $20. That was it. He got $20 from the officer to buy the weed, plus the $5 extra for him going to get it. Now, there was a white dude with him. They didn't give his name. They called him Pedro or or Persada. 
something like that. It started with a P, but it wasn't his real name. And he pretty much answered for the black guy, like, yeah, I know. And the black guy was like, yeah, we can get it for you. Winslow goes, gets the weed, comes back, gives it to the officer. Winslow is later arrested. The guy that was with him was not. Winslow was sentenced to life in prison without parole with hard labor. Now, he just sold, he just pretty much gave the officer two dime bags. That's all he gave him. All he wanted was $5 for food. That was the whole reason that he went and did this. But two dime bags gets you life in prison. But defrauding on your taxes and defrauding banks gets you 47 months. Uh, something don't sound right about that. Here's another example. Khalif Broward. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all have heard of this story. Khalif Broward was accused of stealing a bag or a purse. And the police arrested him, put him in jail. And he was locked up in Rikers Island for three years. Two of those years, he was in solitary confinement. Khalif Broward never got a trial. So why was he locked up for three years? He got three years with no trial. And he later, they later let him out and he eventually committed suicide because he was still dealing with the effects that were, were hunting, that were haunting him from his time in Rikers Island. Now we have two cases of the same crime, two different sentences, two different suspects, two different races. Suspect number one, Stanford swimmer named Brock Turner was identified by two witnesses while raping a woman behind the dumpster of a bar. They identified him. They testified in court. He gets convicted. Now, with this conviction, he's facing 10 years in prison. He gets six months. And three years probation because the judge said he didn't want to ruin a young man's life who had never done anything before. Now, mind you, this is a white guy in Stanford. His dad wrote a letter to the judge and the judge was like, he's such a good kid. I don't want to ruin his future. So I'm going to give him six months and three year probation. But then you flip over. And you have the incident that happened at Vanderbilt University. Um, Brandon Banks accused, went to trial, was convicted of rape and sexual assault. Brandon Banks got 15 years. 15 years. And he practically did the same thing that this guy in Stanford did. But he got six months and Banks, who was a black guy, got 15 years. Now, again, 
Paul Manafort only got 47 months. We're going to go to a politician in Detroit named Kwame Kilpatrick. I don't know if any of y'all have followed that story, but Kilpatrick was convicted for corruption, fraud, and tax crimes. He got 23 years. Now, mind you, this was the mayor of Detroit. And by his name, I'm pretty sure you have deciphered that Kwame Kilpatrick was a black guy. So when we holler that the criminal justice system is not fair to us like it is to our counterparts, there are facts that backs that up. We're not just throwing something against the wall and hoping that it sticks. We know that the criminal justice system was not built for us. How many cops have gotten off? Bad cops. I'm not saying all cops are bad. I'm talking about the bad cops. How many of them have gotten off for killing an unarmed person? Mainly unarmed black people. A lot. I mean, yeah, we got that one conviction in Florida that happened a couple of days ago. Um, but what about the officer that killed Tamir Rice? The officer that killed Eric Garner? The officer that killed um, Freddie Gray. What about those officers? The officer that shot the guy in Oklahoma. She's a police trainer now. She didn't get convicted. Now she's training police. When you see on video, the guy wasn't moving towards her in a threatening manner. The man didn't have a weapon. She fired anyway because she said she felt like her life was in danger and killed this dude. And now she's training police officers. Hmm, something don't sound right about that. But there are stories of black cops who kill white unarmed people who get convicted. So why is it when... A white person does something, they don't, they either don't get convicted, or if they do get convicted, they get lesser time in prison. But if a black person does it, there is no, they're not getting convicted. Oh, they're getting convicted and they're getting maximum time. Because our criminal justice system, which was based off of the results of the end of slavery and the 13th amendment it was designed to work against us it was designed to monetize itself off of us when it states that prison prison is the new form of slavery slavery can't exist in America unless a crime is committed but if you look at when that 13th amendment was written look at the laws that were in place vagrancy laws now you can go to jail for not having a job being homeless but you got to look it's right after slavery so we didn't have no land we didn't have a house we didn't have money to get land or a house and if we had the money to get land or a house we couldn't buy land or a house 
because that was illegal. It was illegal to learn how to read or write. It was illegal to discuss business with anyone in town. So the criminal justice system has always been designed for us to fail. For them to make money on our backs again, just like they did during slavery. And so I look at look at the Paul Manafort case. Yeah, I was upset. He got 47 months for defrauding the 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 on his taxes and defrauding the banks but then at the same time I was like I kind of realized I kind of knew that was going to happen I knew he wasn't going to get significant jail time I knew he wasn't going to rot in jail like he should I knew he wasn't going to get the maximum time that he should have gotten because he had two things going well he had three things going for him Number one, he was rich. Number two, he's a man. And number three, he's white. Point blank simple. And until we fix the system to work as to be fair across the board, whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're Hispanic or Asian, whether you're Christian or Muslim or Jew or, you know, whether it don't matter who you are, the criminal justice system must work equally for everybody. And the Paul Manafort sentencing that happened last night proves that the criminal justice system is not for everybody. It works for a certain group. And we have to fix those problems inside the criminal justice system now yes they passed the criminal justice reform bill but it doesn't address that issue and it also doesn't help that our president and republicans in the senate are constantly throwing judges on the bench that have their their views that are Republican. Why does a judge have to have a political um, background? Why do you have to pick a judge because they're Republican or because they're Democrat? I thought you picked the judge to not only uphold the Constitution, but uphold the laws of the land and to hold everybody to the same standard. But no, that's not the case. If I can get a Republican on the stand, if I can get a Republican on the bench, and let's say I pass a law and somebody sues and takes it to the court, I have this guy in my pocket who's going to work for me because he and I are in the same group. He's not going to go against the group. Why would he go against the group? We're the one who put him there. And that's the thinking of politicians in Congress, whether they're Democrat, whether they're Republican, they always look for, I'm going to put a Democrat on the, on the bench. I'm going to put a Republican on the bench. 
why not just pick a judge without looking at his political affiliation? Pick a judge that is for the Constitution, that is for the laws of the land, and that is going to hold everyone to the same standard to the laws of the land. That is my That would be how I would pick a judge. If two people walked into the court, one black, one white, both got caught with marijuana, are you going to charge them the same? Are you going to sentence them the same? Or are you going to give one a lesser sentence and give one a higher sentence? Or are you going to let one walk and one go to jail? Those will be my questions to the judges. Because that's exactly how the criminal justice system works today. If a black guy and a white guy gets caught with marijuana, it's already been proven that about 75% of the time, the black guy is going to get a higher sentence than the white guy, even though they were caught doing the same thing. That has to stop. That has to, that is 2019. We are in the 21st century. Courts acting like that, that was, that was years ago. We should be advanced in how our court system works. But no, society still looks at one being wrong and one being right. And I mean, I don't blame them. They have the power. They can do that. We don't have that power. We need to start gaining that power. We need to start electing more black people to state houses, to mayors, to Congress, to the House of Representatives, to president. So that way we can put our judges on the bench. We need to start playing the game like everybody else. We're still playing checkers while everybody else is playing chess. It's time to put up the checkerboard and pick up the chessboard and start making some chess moves. We always going around talking about we're a boss. Well, we need to start making boss moves because once we start making boss moves and putting our people in power, these decisions when it comes to sentencing would be totally different because we would be able to write the laws to change that but we don't have that power to change it so with the Paul Manafort sentencing all I can say is we tried to tell y'all that sentencing in America is different if you're rich white man if you're a black person, whether you're rich or you're poor, nine times out of ten, your sentence will be different. And then you have this argument that, oh, well, it's different jurisdictions and it's different states and different courts and different judges. No. If you look across the board in all 50 states, that's pretty much how sentencing works. White people get lesser time. Black people get more time. Hispanics get more time. And 
people want to ignore that, but you can't ignore it after what happened last night. It is obvious that we have two different court systems, one for white people, one for black people, because what the judge said to Manafort was, well, based on, you know, your good deeds and you never got into any other trouble. I'm only going to give you 47 months, which is the same thing that the judge in California said to the Stanford swimmer. But if you have a black guy that comes up that doesn't have a record, has the same record that Manafort has. He's got a clean record. He does good deeds. He's a pillar in his community. He would not get 47 months. He would get the whole 25 years. So our system has to change. It has to change for the better. And we have to start making the moves to get those changes implemented. We say we want the changes. Well, we need to start pushing for the changes. So that's going to do it for this episode. Um, stay tuned for the next one. I'm going to be trying to get back at it a little bit even though like I said I'm a little bit out of the weather but I hope y'all enjoyed I will speak to you next time peace